Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam, Sam Dracula, if you want to get formal with it. And we have some Hornets news to talk about, to say the least. We have three of the Hornets' main contributors last year are gone. They have new teams, new homes, new cities, and it's uh, it's going to take a weird, uh, it's going to be a weird adjustment period to get used to seeing Malik Monk, Devontae Graham, and especially Cody Zeller wearing a different uniform next season. We're getting to that. Plus, we have a new signing to talk about, Ish Smith, point guard from the Washington Wizards, a local kid. I say kid, he's not a kid. He's older than me. He is joining the Hornets reportedly on a two-year deal. Uh, basically, it's a one-year deal plus a team option um, to replace Devontae Graham in the backcourt. And to talk about that deal specifically, I'm going to have a guest on the podcast, Matt Moderno from the Believe in Wizards podcast. He co-hosts that podcast with Larry Hughes. So we're going to talk about the outgoing players first, and then Matt's going to join the show to talk about Ish Smith and some Wizards stuff because they're in the news as well with uh, Russell Westbrook leaving town for Los Angeles and the rumors around Bradley Beal, et cetera. So that'll be at the end of this episode. But first, I want to say thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring the podcast, whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, so I'm trying to do this chronologically. Uh, if I if I get out of order here, I truly apologize. But I think if my memory serves me correctly, Cody Zeller was the first bit of breaking news that we experienced as Hornets fans with a uh, homie leaving us for Portland and going leading up to that decision. It was pretty uh, clear that he was going out of town. When you look at the Mason Plumlee trade, when you look at the Kai Jones selection, well, not even just selection, trading into the into the lot and not a lottery, excuse me, into the first round again uh, to 19 to draft Kai Jones. It was pretty clear Cody Zeller was gone. And then you couple that with his interesting tweets and his podcast ap- appearance with uh, with Woj, him talking about how he, he thinks he can be a starter on a fringe playoff team or a, uh, a bench guy on a top four team in the East or West. And that seems to be the option he went with with that Portland Trailblazers squad, which is a little bit in flux. You know, they just hired Chauncey Billups. It's a question mark whether or not uh, Damian Lillard will remain with that franchise. Even um, a guy like CJ McCollum, will he stick around? I don't know. But Cody Zeller, I, it's going to be weird. He's been, a, he's been a Bobcat. He's been a Hornet his entire career. And he's going, he's going up to the Pacific Northwest. So best of luck to Cody Zeller because uh, he deserves. He deserves it, you know? He, he deserves to play on a, on a top-tier contending team because if things fall the right way with that Portland franchise, they can make a finals run. Uh, they're not that far off. Uh, they're closer to it than the Hornets are currently. So, Zeller, congratulations. It's going to be weird seeing you in a Portland jersey, but I'm happy for him. And 
I, I think if a Portland fan somehow stumbles across this podcast for Hornets fans, um, to you, Portland fan, you're getting a guy who's uh, the epitome of a team player, a high effort individual who's excellent in the pick and roll uh, and rim running scenarios. That's that's what you should expect out of Cody Zeller with your team and with your dynamic guards there. It should be an, an easy transition for him. You know, he's he, uh, he has high effort on the defensive end and on the glass. His numbers may not reflect that, but he definitely puts in a shift in those departments. So you're going to get a guy who's going to bust his, you know what, out in the Northwest to make that team run. So congratulations, Portland. You're getting a, a, a top tier teammate, athlete, uh, player to root for. And uh, to Cody, hope nothing but the best for him. All right. Shortly after. Shortly after uh, the Zeller news, it was made clear that uh, Devontae Graham was leaving Charlotte as well. So unlike Malik Monk, Devontae Graham was issued a qualifying offer, making him a restricted free agent. So at that point, you know, me and I think everyone else just assumed the Hornets would do everything they could. They had real plans to bring him back as uh, the point guard, as the backup point guard next season. Nope. That's not what happened. <laughs> uh, they traded him in the sign-in trade uh, to, New, the, to the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> so this is the deal. Uh, Devontae Graham will be paid over the course of four years, $47 million, which is around 11-ish a year, give or take. He deserves it. Devontae, congratulations. You deserve that payday. He's played hard. He was a second-round draft pick, an afterthought for the most part. You know, uh, Kemba leaving allowed him to really thrive and get a shot up and make a lot of those shots. Here in Charlotte, provided a lot of great moments. He was very active in the community here. It's a real loss um, from an on-court production point of view and just a chemistry point of view. Because even this last season, you look at when, like, LaMelo was hurt. Excuse me, not, sorry, not when LaMelo was hurt. When Devontae was hurt. Devontae was on the sidelines and he was the one of the just remained engaged the entire time. Like one of the biggest cheerleaders on the team. And I say that in the best way possible. Like he was just excited for the team to be doing well as we were as fans. And that that comes from a real genuine place. So for him to go to New Orleans is I think is it very interesting. Um, I can't speak to what's going on with the Pelicans from afar. I don't understand it, especially considering what they did with Lonzo Ball and the return they got in that sign-in trade is kind of crazy. Um, I think they got robbed by Chicago, but that's a story for another day. So the reported trade, uh, the Pelicans are receiving Devontae Graham and they're paying him four years, $47 million. Um, the, the Hornets are receiving the Pelicans' 2022 lottery-protected first-round draft pick, which is a very good deal for the Hornets. Not happy to see Devontae leave, but getting a pick from the Pelicans, who personally I don't think are very good, um, that pick probably won't convey next season because the, the Pelicans, it's just lottery protected. I think the Pelicans will be in the lottery next year, but I believe it will become an unprotected pick in 2023 and an unprotected 2023 pick from a Pelicans team that's not very good could be a really valuable asset for the for the Hornets when that time comes. So as far as the return on Devontae Graham, 
Very happy with it. Um, for Devontae, I'm excited that he gets to play with Zion and really get things popping off there. Hopefully, for, his, for Devontae's sake, Zion stays. As a Hornets fan, I hope Zion leaves because I want that pick to be in a better position when draft night comes. So good luck, Devontae. Honestly, um, the, him leaving left a, a hole in the roster. And the question, you know, at the time was what the Hornets going to do in the backup point guard department because all of the point guards were leaving. <laughs> like, all, if, you look, if you pulled up a list of all the available point guards at the start of free agency and then just checked Twitter, it's like, oh, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. So the Hornets needed to move, move quickly. And the guy they went with is, is Smith to replace Devontae Graham. More on that later, okay? Before we get into that, I want to talk about Malik Monk because it's a very different situation than Devontae. Um, Malik... You know, former lottery pick, 11th overall, 11th overall. It's um, poetic in a way that James Booknight was selected 11th overall as well. And he's essentially replacing Malik Monk here in Charlotte. So Malik is going to be a Los Angeles Laker. He signed a deal with them as an unrestricted free agent because the Hornets didn't send him a, a qualifying offer to make him restricted. So he just straight up signed with the Lakers. As far as I can tell, the Hornets received nothing in return. Um, maybe news will come out later, and maybe it's part of sign trade. Probably not, though. I haven't seen anything like solid in that front. But for Lakers fans, if you're if you're somehow stumbled across this podcast, you're getting a guy in Malik Monk that is a fearless competitor and a guy who's improved his shooting ability from three in a major way as his career progressed, and. That's what you want to see. And as a Hornets fan, it's a bummer because he's going to reach his full potential with a different team now. And I'm happy for him because he really deserves this opportunity. Malik, I assume, will be the starter there in, uh, in Los Angeles. And he's the, the guy who can thoroughly stretch the floor with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis out there. It, it, it's, a, it's a great move for the Lakers. So salute to Malik. He'll be missed. He'll be, you'll definitely be missed. And um, I hope James Booknight is up to the challenge. I hope he is. I think, I believe he is. He seems to have the mentality of a guy. He's talking a big game about the Hornets are going to be box office. And he wants to be rookie of the year. I like that. You know, he's, he seems calculated, James Booknight. So big up to him. I'm, 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 I'm rooting for him, obviously. Hornets fan of that. But maybe, you know, maybe one day Malik can return home. But Malik Monk is on the Los Angeles Lakers, and he's going to crush it over there. I'm so, I'm so happy for him. So happy for him. As far as incoming players go, the Hornets already added Mason Plumley in a draft day trade uh, to add more, like, more, more veteran experience, a guy who can potentially start for the Hornets at center. And now the Hornets have added Ish Smith, point guard from the Washington Wizards, to the mix. We have... Uh, an established NBA veteran to back up LaMelo Ball now, which is very much needed with Devontae leaving town, right? The Hornets, I believe, still have some cat space to play with, but as of now, this is what the window, the this free agency period is looking like thus far. So what I'm going to do is toss it over to my interview with Matt Moderno from the Believe in Wizards podcast. Um, go check him out. Um, he's the 
we're, we're colleagues on the Believe Podcast Network. He co-hosts his show with Larry Hughes, former Bobcat, and my guy from St. Louis. And uh, yeah, they do great stuff over there. So go check them out. And Matt was nice enough to join me to talk about Ish Smith, his Wizards, and the Hornets. So here we go. Matt, how you doing? I'm good. Great to be here. Nice to talk about another Eastern Conference team for a change. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, he's my uh, my 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 podcast network colleague. You know, I got the the Hornets show. He does the Wizards show. So why not? You know, we have the teams involved now um, with Ish Smith joining the Hornets reportedly. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity to chat about Ish Smith. Uh, now that he's with us, worlds colliding. That that's the biggest thing in the NBA news this week is the uh, the Ish Smith pickup. Oh, the blockbuster blockbuster deal there. Yeah. So the, the move is reportedly for two years with the team option. So one year and then a team option, I should say. Um, Ish is a guy who's from the area, which is interesting. Um, he's 33 years old, 11 years in the league. He's coming in with a lot of experience with a lot of different teams, I guess. With, for you, from your point of view, uh, following the Wizards, um, will he be, this may sound like, just to be like blunt with it, will he be missed? on the Wizards roster? Uh, I mean, I think the answer is definitely yes. It probably partly speaks to where the Wizards are as an organization overall, too. But just he'll definitely be missed from the locker room probably more than anything, honestly. Like, the on-court stuff was nice. Uh, the, the season, you know, two seasons ago prior to Westbrook, he actually played a pretty prominent role because they were down a point guard. And, and he moves the ball. He can facilitate, you know, he's the ultimate push the pace kind of guy. And this year he took a little more of a backseat. He was kind of like banged up early in the year. How old Neto kind of outperformed expectations. So they were in a timeshare. They played a lot of three point guard lineups together with Westbrook also, which I don't think favored any of the three of them. So he was in a kind of a weird spot. The guy never complained. You always hear stuff about despite everything everybody said about, you know, Westbrook's impact on the team. And the leadership he brought, uh, you know, exceedingly positive there. But almost to a man, all of the younger guys also mentioned both Ish Smith and, and Robin Lopez as sort of like the two older guys that were maybe like more relatable to them. You know, like uh, this is a guy that worked his way up. He was kind of a fringe NBA player, uh, undersized, and, and he, you know, carved out like a, a really successful 10 plus year career at this point. So I, I think he's perfect, honestly, for, uh, you know, where you guys are at as a franchise. And and for somebody like LaMelo, it's, I think he has things he can definitely teach him. And so that's kind of what I was hoping for. That's <laughs> You said all the right things, you know? Um, so that's the need because the Hornets had black like, looking at last season, they had really like four point guard roles. They had LaMelo, the future star, Devonte, the, like the, incumbent star um brad wanamaker that got at the deadline he was the veteran backup and then they had grant riller just the project the second round pick from that year's draft that was just kind of played when he could play you know in garbage time what have you so it seems like like uh ish smith isn't that isn't gonna replace Devonte. it's more of uh, like an improvement over that third like some kind of merger of the two Somewhere between that star, that not a star level, but above just a veteran uh, backup. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, he's not a guy you'd want to be a starter for you for a long time. Yeah. But he's a guy who could fill in on an off night if, uh, 
you know, if Rogier needs a night off, could you do something there and put him and Lamelo together for some portion? If Lamelo gets a little banged up, he could fill in service. You know, like he's a serviceable backup. I, I think the biggest thing about Ish is that whatever role you need him in, he's not gonna complain. And I think he's kind of seen it all and done it all. He's been on good teams, been on bad teams, and I, I think for him, it's more about like. You know, he keeps your floor from dropping too low yep. on the court. And I think the, the ceiling raising stuff he does for a team is probably the things that happen off the court. Um, the, so that's that's also very much needed because the team is very young. Um, even today, uh, Borrego is talking to the media in vague terms because the moratorium, we can't really talk about specific right. players, about uh, the need for those veterans to pair nicely mm-hmm. with the younger players on the team because the team is very young. It's very young and very inexperienced especially when you look at guys who um, haven't really been in the playoffs much, like Zeller, Biz, uh, Hayward, and uh, Rozier. Really it. Um, Zeller's gone. Um, uh, Biz is probably gone. You know, Hayward and and Terry are there still, thankfully. Um, But, you know, even like Ish Smith has been in the playoffs, even like the Mm -hmm. conference semifinals. So, like, that's something. And so I know the Hornets, I know Hornets fans may be a little, like, meh on the signing which is understandable because he's not a big name but i think will will it'll be beneficial in what you like as long as your expectations are aligned with the with the yeah, exactly. with the team like he's not gonna like lamella's starting spot isn't at risk so uh which would <laughs> he, be crazy. he's not beating out lamella i oh, man, if, guarantee that one if i'm afraid of my comments if uh he starts over lamella at any point in the year oh man um but yeah, so yeah, so Devontae is gonna be really tough to replace. I think the Hornets still can do that, and there's a situation because with the cast they have available, I think the scenario where uh, Ish could be the third point guard in the team. And going off what you said, it seems like he would embrace that role, whether he's a second point guard, third point guard, what have you. He seems to be professional enough to handle that. I think I talked a little bit at the beginning there about him being the ultimate push the pace guy, but he's also, hey, let me slow it down and pull it back out and reset things and. And that's all stuff that as good as LaMelo was last year, you know, I obviously didn't watch as many Hornets games as you did, but I, I watched enough to get a feel for like, he's still got to learn those kind of like nuancey things. And, and I think Ish is somebody that can kind of help, you know, somebody like Grant, even like different style of player, but hey, here's how you kind of carve a niche out. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a dumb question here. Are the Martin twins still on the roster? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, even somebody like Cody that sort of, you know, kind of a wing size, but um, is kind of more of an initiator, I would say, or at least a secondary creator. Like he can probably teach him some things despite them being like very different, you know, from a physical profile standpoint, but just, you know, how to hit guys in the right spots. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think Ish was somebody that went to the younger guys and, and really tried to help them with film and, and all those kinds of things. So from a locker room character standpoint, and I'm not trying to make it out like he can't play at all either. Like he's yeah. not, he's not a star, but, I think that's really where with the Hornets are at. I think that is probably like the most helpful pickup part of that because you could get another backup that does what he does production wise, but are they going to be able to tell you, you know, how hard you have to work, you know, what the tendencies are when you play, you know, these players and that kind of thing. Okay, cool. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm happy he's here. Cause honestly the Hornets up until that signing, you know, they have LaMelo, Terry, and that's it. As far as NBA ready guards, they have a rookie, <laughs> and that's it. So I like James Booknight a ton, 
He's mm-hmm. not a point guard. He's also never played in the NBA before. So having that, like that, that safety net of an established NBA point guard is exactly what the Hornets need just to get it, like just to check that box. And now if they want to swing for the fences and the free agency market, they're, I think now they're kind of free to do so with that, um, that guard rotation set up. And then who knows what happens the rest of the way. But as of now, I'm pretty happy with that. I, I want to talk to you about, I know this isn't Hornets related, but Higher way. you guys, you guys did a madness sending Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Um, how are you feeling about that? With some kind of time to think about it. Uh, it's been a reasonably eventful offseason. <laughs> we actually just recorded our podcast right before this. And, and my co-host Larry has actually been on the road the last couple of weeks. So we haven't synced up timing wise. So this is the first time we got to talk about the draft, Westbrook, hiring a new coach, you know, all these things. And, and it was just crazy to talk about you know, everything that had gone on, uh, over, you know, the last like week and a half. So, so that was crazy. Um, I, you know, I mean, obviously where both of our teams sort of ended up, it's not really where you want to be. Like the play in range isn't ideal for any team. I don't think, and keeping the team the way it was for the wizards probably capped them somewhere in that ballpark, you know, the six, seven, eight ish range. If someone gets hurt even worse. So, I think they had to make a move to try to like increase their longer term ceiling. So it, it might be one step backward with hopes of taking two steps forward. Whereas like with the Hornets, you have young guys that are just going to get better. And I think the ceiling naturally increases. So I think the Wizards, they had to make some kind of move. And this is really probably the best they could do, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a good, like good haul. Like Kuzma has some upside still. And sure. even um, the issue is like, I guess, Bradley Beal's future, and I, as an outsider, I think he's going to stay there um, just because he had plenty of opportunity to demand a trade up until now, and I don't know why this will be any different, but um, I'm hoping. I'm a fan of guys staying where they are. Obviously, coming from a Hornets fan, I like when guys sure. stay. Uh, I'm talking to you, LaMelo. Stay here forever. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I get it. You know, it's part of the game. It's part of the, it's part of the business of it all, but uh, Matt, I appreciate you hopping on with me. It's been, it's been great. Um, yeah, chatting with you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, if uh, our teams cross paths again, I'll reach out. Again. <laughs> I'll have you back. Yeah, let's um, let's do a, a joint episode for one of these games. I guess they'll play four times again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, next season. I think we're back to a regular schedule, so we'll have to uh, do a preview episode or something. I'm down. I'm down. Thank cool. you so much. So thank you to Matt. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.